Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode zero of Sirens of Horror. Um, I am Ella Izella, your enchanted evil elegance. I'm going with it. <laughs> Rock on. I like it. Yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, we are here to kind of give you guys a little sneak peek. Um, our first episode will come out next Tuesday. Before that, I think I'd give you a little uh, glimpse into our macabre minds. And speaking of macabre, <laughs> next to me is the always wonderful Nina Macabre. Hello. Yes, I am Nina Macabre. I am very, very new to this genre, and I'm here to make you feel less dumb if you don't know what the heck we're talking about, because I don't know what the heck we're talking about. <laughs> you sound so sweet saying heck. Just what the heck? Just as warning, uh, <laughs> there will be cursing, uh, spoilers... Yeah, expletives in the tenth. Yeah, just just all things that small children should probably not be around for. So there's a heads up. Yeah. And if your small children are listening with you, then you are a interesting parent. Hey, we recently saw a very small child dressed up like Freddy Krueger, and it might have been one of the cutest things I've ever seen in my life. And uh, speaking from our corner is the amazing Ash Vicious. Hello, I am Ash Vicious. And I am, I would say I am the mild version of uh, L.A. Bella's amazing horror knowledge. So I know a little bit about horror. Um, so I'm here to give you guys that aspect as well. Yes, we have a mild with Nina, medium with you, and then muy caliente. Muy caliente. <laughs> See, do we want to call parents interesting episode zero? Yeah. Okay. I was just like, I don't know if we should go there right yeah. off the bat, but I just thought I'd like, well, we had some dead space. Come no. Right. I like it. Okay. So to move on to not caliente, not mild, let's go medium. Ash, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I am Ash and, you know, other than being a medium horror fan, <laughs> I am a teacher to small little minds. I, I make them my little minions. <laughs> Um, I am also an actor, and I also do princess parties. <laughs> Where she's so, a multi-talented little thing, aren't we? Yeah, little gothic little, you know, gothic little princess, if you will. <laughs> and not, not just princesses, too. You do some superheroes. Yeah, I do and... superheroes, and, you know. You showed up as Wonder Woman a few days ago. It yep. was very entertaining. <laughs> All aboard the nerd spectrum. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nina, um, now that we've had the medium aspect of horror, let's hear a little bit from the mild side. Very mild. <laughs> um, hi, yeah, I'm Mina Makov. Um, I don't know a lot about horror. I've seen some basic stuff, um, but mostly my interests are a little more nerdy. I, I love Doctor Who. I love Firefly. I'm real big into cosplay. Um, we actually all kind of go to conventions sometimes. You should catch us there if you can. Yeah. Um, the, in the, typically in the Southern California area. Maybe and we'll branch out one day. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's the goal. It's a dream. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love doing crafts. I love making short films. I love doing costuming. So that's some of the things that I that I like, and I'm uh, here to learn some new stuff. Ooh. Yeah, that's hopefully going to be taught to me by these lovely ladies and the aficionado <laughs> over here is uh, Ella Ivala. So tell us about yourself. Oh. Um... I was a chef for 10 years, so I like to play with knives. 
Um, I'm, I'm kind of the most stereotypical, I feel like, out of the group. Like, I'm just, I'm a little goth girl that loves horror films, and I do special effects makeup and play with blood. But I also love, like, scampering around Disneyland in all black. <laughs> <laughs> They've seen me. There's photos. I've um, seen you in color at Disneyland, too. Yeah. Not all black. <laughs> yeah, that's because you guys, like, puppy-eyed me, and I have no will against you, too. Just give you lots of caffeine. <laughs> a lot of caffeine. Um, I have a amazing puppy that is the light of my life, Daisy. If you check us out on Instagram on Sirens of Horror, there will be so many random things. Daisy. Or if not, on, on yours. Yeah, so yeah, just check out LA Vela and it's like me and then 20 photos of my dog. Yep, accurate. <laughs> She's so cute though. <laughs> she is. So going back into horror, we've all discussed we have very different, like, how we've interacted with it, how we've learned from it, um, and it is such an expansive genre. So kind of why we like horror, why we want to learn more about horror. <laughs> So, mild over here. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, you obviously don't know a lot about it. Like, what is driving you to get more into it? So, I was actually lucky enough uh, about a year ago to meet the Soska twins who did the Elevator. Um, we also did uh, American Mary, oh. which we'll be watching eventually on this show. I did not know that. They were lovely people, and we got to chatting with them. Uh, Ella and I were... Um, lucky enough to meet them and they're just so sweet that they were discussing how 60% of horror films viewership is actually female um, you know it's kind of not really a genre that our society associates with women but seeing them and learning that little fact I'm more interested in, in kind of getting into why why so many women love horror like you know show me show me what you got I want to get into this I want to learn about it um, and I have great teachers so why not come on and kind of help other people feel uh, like they can enjoy this genre without knowing everything. Um, you know, you can, you can be a novice. You don't have to know everything, and that's okay. I mean, it's really interesting because, like, all right, I'm going to test you a little bit. Do you know who Bella Lugosi is? I'm familiar, but not very. Bella Lugosi was an amazing old black and white film actor. He's done so many of the original Universal Monsters. He did films back in, like, the 1920s. Okay. And he was famously quoted for saying, it is women who love horror, gloat over it, feed on it, and are nourished by it. Shudder and cling and cry out and come back for more. Ooh. And this was in the 1920s, and Bella Lugosi was already stating the fact that women are the genre for horror. So it's really interesting if you actually look at all these horror actors and all these really directors. A lot of them do have a female perspective and kind of know that is their niche. Bella. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's a swoon-worthy man. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Ash? What kind of got you into horror to begin with? Well, um, I really got into horror through the cosplay community. Um, I was named after Ash from the Evil Dead series. Yes. Played by the very swoon-worthy Bruce Campbell. <gasps> and, um, you know... I would go to conventions and I would cosplay as Ash and I would get ridiculed by most of the men being like, oh, you're just dressed up as that because you think it, you want to be sexy. And I'm like, no, I'm dressed up as this character because I enjoy being this character. This character is a badass. This character doesn't let, you know, anything get in his way. 
And in fact, I know everything about the film, so... Please mansplain to me yeah, some please, more. Yeah, please mansplain to me some more uh, that I don't know about this movie. And uh, I even got to meet Bruce Campbell. Ooh. Um, and uh, I was dressed up as my female version of Ash, which also, yes, it does look sexy, but it's not... I'm not trying to make it sexy. I'm just... It's what I thought Ash would be wearing if Ash was a female character. Didn't you say that it was... Um... That when there was a gender bent version of it, that's how it was in the comics. Yes, in the comics there's a, yeah. a female Ash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the comics there's a female Ash, and it's basically just instead of you know the brown pants, it's a brown skirt, and you know she wears jeans and her shirt is tied up. She's not being sexy. That's just what the female version wore. Okay. I practical for killing the yeah. undead. I always find it funny when men like super sexualize like a tied up shirt. And I'm like, this is just easier for me to move, and I'm hot. I'm not exactly. doing this for you, boys. It gets in the way. You guys are allowed to take your shirt just off whenever. We gotta at least tie it up, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it doesn't get in the way. If um, I was allowed. The shirt would be off, but apparently my boobs will bring an end to society. <laughs> um, and he actually made a noise as I walked away. He was just kind of like, <clears throat> damn. And I'm like. As soon as I exited that photo booth after taking my picture with him, I was like, oh my god, Bruce Campbell called me pretty. Bruce Campbell called me pretty. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure that would be everybody's reaction. Just, oh my goodness, Bruce yeah. Campbell. I would have just been on the floor twitching. <laughs> is he, he's considered a D movie actor? What is he? What? B. B horror. What's yeah. D? What's the rank for that? Uh, I, I, I think that is something I should know. Oh no. <laughs> something our... You know, amazing encyclopedia of horror that she is does not know. I mean, I don't know. Like, I I know what I consider my like A, B, C, and D. Like D is like I kissed a vampire or like Tremors twenty seven because I'm <laughs> guessing they're on twenty seven by now. Um, C is like you're trying, but nothing is working. So D is like the room. No, see the thing is D hits B because <laughs> it hits where. There's something about it where if, like, you watch the original Evil Dead, the effects are not great. Yeah. The dialogue is not good. But there's just something about the the authenticity and how hard they are doing it that upscales it to be simply on willpower and Bruce Campbell's <laughs> jawline. <laughs> it's a good jawline. <laughs> So we're talking more phantasm for D. Is that yeah, maybe yeah, okay? Yeah. All right. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you. I know a thing. Oh, good. She good. Did good. All right. Well, you know that's a little bit kind of like how why I like horror and what or no uh, what brought me into liking horror. Um. What about you, Miss Ivella? Oh God. Um. Is there a time I didn't know what horror was? <laughs> I'm sure there had to be. Um. I started reading Goosebumps when I was like. Seven, and I definitely should not have been reading Goosebumps. <laughs> um, I started watching like Are You Afraid of the Dark when no one else would watch it with me. Um, there was just something. I grew up in a really, really big house. You guys have both been to my parents' house. It's real big, and at night it's real dark. Yeah, it's real creepy mm-hmm. at night. Yeah, and so I was an only child, so like all of these horror books kind of just like 
it wasn't like living in like a nice little family home with like three brothers and sisters where it's like there's definitely not going to be a headless ghost walking down my staircase it was like oh this could totally happen <laughs> <laughs> um so i just kind of went into it um like my whole family was super supportive i had every single goosebumps book um i eventually watched the todd mcfarland spawn at around eight uh it's can you, can you explain that? For, I don't know what that is. Uh, it has John Leguizamo in it in a role okay. that makes you very uncomfortable. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it is a comic book adaptation about a guy who pretty much is a assassin who gets sent to hell because mm-hmm. he gets killed, and he comes back up onto Earth as a spawn, as a hell demon. Okay. And it's very bloody. It's, it's kind of got a little bit of a Ghost Rider vibe to it. Sure. Except yeah. if Ghost Rider's like a four, this film's like a twenty. Oh no. On the scale of just screwed up and bloody and gory. And but also there are these beautiful, beautiful scenes where he has this uh, cloak. It's like a living cloak. And I remember there's a scene to this day, he's on top of a roof and the cloak is just going out. And I saw that and I was like, this. <laughs> And then I went home and it was Sci-Fi Channel and Clive Barker and Stephen King for the rest of my days. And I just, I don't know, I, I'm one of those people, certain people love chick flicks. I love people getting dismembered. <laughs> just who I am. Um, so you made a, a deep cut with Phantasm. Was not aware you knew that film. I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> But so what would you consider to be your favorite horror film? Uh, surprisingly not Phantasm. <laughs> That's not a surprise. <laughs> Yellow Blood's kind of a draw for me. I think that might have been Phantasm too, but uh, I don't know. That's a little odd for me. It's Mustard's Blood. Uh, my favorite um, is, you know, honestly, it's probably a tie. Um, it's a tie between Army of Darkness. Um, that was one of my mom's favorites when I was growing up, so I did see it a lot. Um, it just has a, a nice nostalgic ring to it, and I just kind of grew up with it. And, you know, it's not too scary. <laughs> it's a little cheesy, but, like, in a good way. Um, and then my, my other favorite is definitely Ginger Snaps. Oh. Yes. It's almost like that might be our episode one oh, thing might. we're doing. <laughs> um, Spoiler <laughs> alert. But technically, we're doing episode, or we're doing, I'm sorry, but technically, we're doing the first movie of Ginger Snaps. My favorite is actually the third, which is Ginger Snaps Back, the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of 1800s, I want to say, and kind of how this whole curse began in this series. Um, but I just, I love it. It has a, a significance for me and actually for my sister, because it's uh, about these two sisters who go through everything together, hell or high water, and um, they have these these little bird skulls that are given to them by a, a Native American woman. And I, I wear a little bird skull every day that was made for me in uh, recognition of that movie. And Autumn has one also. Aww. Uh, it's my sister. <laughs> um, so we just kind of, uh, we've grown up with that one and keeping that in our lives as a sisterhood. And nothing can tear us apart no matter who turns into what. <laughs> um but yeah, that one's, that one's mine. I'm excited to find out, you know, the people who know more about horror. What about you, Ash? What's your favorite <laughs> horror movie? Well, um, I would also go with Army of Darkness and, you know, the whole, well, basically the whole Evil Dead series. Um, 
mostly because the character of Ash is just, no matter what happens to him in those movies, he's, you know, still fighting for himself, fighting for, originally, the first movie he was trying to fight for his girlfriend. Linda! <laughs> but she kind of turned into a Candarian demon, and he had to decapitate her, and that kind of ended the whole relationship. And it sounds like a typical third date. <laughs> um, but, you know, just because he, no matter what he dealt with, he would still just power on through. Um, and I also really liked uh, the Dracula uh, movie, uh, Bram, Stoker, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, Gary Oldman. <laughs> yes. And Mina. And yes, that's where. I feel like I, I've, like in the first podcast, I'm coming off as such a thirsty bitch. <laughs> there are a lot of attractive men in horror, and that's yeah, okay. You we know like my them, types. We like them, you know, dark and, and covered in blood. <laughs> no, I'm like I like them smart, brooding, and a little dead. <laughs> a little dead. Just a little dead. Um, and you know, I I really like that movie a because I grew up you know reading the, the story, reading the book, the original book, and also the costuming for that too is just very beautiful to watch and see and it was amazing to see that book come to life it's really cool because like as much as i love dracula and like i have the poster in my living room i can't read the book there's something about the letter formatting that i just i can't i've tried to read it so many times but like how it changes characters like so constantly in the letters i can't do it it just takes me out of it Hmm. let's try it on an audiobook yeah that's actually a <laughs> That's a very good idea. I read it once and it was painful. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, reading it is definitely a very painful experience, but having read it and then watched the movie, it's it was, so in, yeah, it was so beautiful to actually see that book come to life. Yeah. What about you, Ella? What is your favorite horror movie? Uh, oh, Aficionado. I can, one. You, Top uh, three. Okay, three, three. <laughs> I can do three. Can't do one. Um, <laughs> I have to say my favorite horror film, like, my number one, if I get to, like, scale up, with uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. I love it. It, uh, the effects, the feeling of being alone and trapped, and there's something out there, and you don't know what it is, and maybe it's you, and maybe it's this, and maybe it's this. It's just, it's perfection. Like a psychological? With, like, killer aliens. Oh. Monsters. Okay. That can turn into anyone. And look like anything. A little invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah, kind of. Okay. You, I actually think you'd like it. Okay. The effects are amazing. Um, number two, uh, um, Trick or Treat. I love that film. If you find anything that has Sam, who uh, you've seen the photos, he's like the kid in the burlap sat with the thing. I like. You've seen me. I scream at anything that has Sam mm -hmm. because. You don't find his stuff anywhere. <laughs> it breaks my little gothic heart. Um, and three is going to be a tie. <laughs> <laughs> um, between Cabin in the Woods, because I am such, like, you will find this out through watching this. I love tropes. I will point out tropes, but I, I adore them. Like, Scream is a perfect example of that. And Kevin Wood just took it to one step further and they made everything make sense. And I feel like you watch Kevin in the Woods and you go back and you watch Sleepaway Camp, Friday the 13th, uh, Halloween, all that stuff. And all of a sudden you're like, are you sure? 
I don't know. What do you mean? But the whole idea of the in Cabin in the Woods, you have to kill the slut, the athlete, the um, brain, the, the fool, and then the virgin. And all of a sudden, if you go back and you watch uh, the Friday 13th 2, mm-hmm. the slut gets killed, and the athlete gets killed, and the brains gets killed. So suddenly, you're watching all of these old 80s films, and I feel like I can always, like, giggle to myself of being like, what if, like, Jason's just, like, stuck in this one place instead of them taking a toy? It's anytime they go to this place, it's the whole apocalypse thing over again. What if this was the original, uh, you've seen Cabin in the Woods, right? No. Oh, then you have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's why I was asking, because I'm, I'm a little lost here, and I was oh, trying my to figure out what... Uh, the idea is in Cabin in the Woods, uh, spoilers, uh, to, <laughs> to satisfy old ones. So uh, they're Titans, they're Cthulhu's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to make sacrifices. So they come like up with this. Yes, but they're people. Oh, so not, no goat sacrifices. No goats. No goats. Sacrifices. No goats. Do they nope. have to be virgins? Uh, that, that's actually a point. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Go me. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is in the film, so I can get you to watch it. You can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so the idea is there's uh, the slut, the athlete, the brains, the fool, and a virgin. So it's a breakfast club? or Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, like once a year, they will take these characters. And the whole idea takes place in like 2016, so it's super high tech and like do all these things to kind of like screw with them and it's you'll love it okay but the idea is at the end of the film you find out that these people need to die as order to pacify the old ones oh so it's not necessarily that they're malicious intent it's just that they have to die yeah exactly yeah they have to sacrifice so all of a sudden if you go back after watching the film and i'm totally just going to tie you down this week and make you watch it not even for this but it's amazing (laughs) Joss Whedon's involved, so you know I'm obsessed. You don't have to say anymore. I got Chris Helmsworth, I got Joss Whedon, what's happening? Let's go. Um, But it's really cool, because after you watch it, when you go back and watch these old horror films that they're relying on for the tropes, all of a sudden, you kind of, like, every time I watch them, and, like, I love, like, the Friday the 13th films, I love the Halloween films, they're great. There's always, like, a little voice in the back of my head that's like, what if? This is just the sacrifice. Mm. What if? What if this is just this? And it kind of okay. It lets me enjoy it. <laughs> um, but my tie to go in a completely <laughs> yes, I'm not even done with my top films. We're still here. <laughs> um, would be the Cube series, which is a sci-fi horror film series. It's Cube One, Cube Two, and Cube Zero. Why is it? Why is is it prequel or? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm like, it, why is it zero? I don't like that. It actually uh, wraps it all together and like, a, it's if you really like a good horror film series that bows it well, it's the Cube series. Um, so now I swear to God, I am done talking about my films. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna shoot it back over to Ash. We're we're doing this. We've given them a little bit on who we are, what we like. I've talked for 20 minutes about horror films. <laughs> Common trope for our podcast. <laughs> um, before we like wrap this up and get on to them being super excited for the next, for our first episode, um, I'm curious. I, I came up with this idea and I've drawn together two amazing women 
but what do you personally really want to either express, get out, or really show to people in this podcast? Well, you know, it, this just goes back to when I cosplay as Ash. I want to be able to show women and all minorities that just because, you know, someone questions your knowledge of something, if you know you love it, if you know everything about it, go ahead and own it. You know, don't don't let people tear you down just because they look they take one look at you and don't understand or don't think you know something. You know, don't be afraid to own it and spout out a million facts about Evil Dead to whatever guy comes up to you and says, you don't know anything. <laughs> what about you, Mina? Um, kind of, it's a similar reason, but actually I am more interested in being able to own that you don't know it. I can still like a thing and anybody who finds they're interested in a new subject or genre or craft or hobby or anything like that uh, you don't have to let people tell you that you can't enjoy it just because you don't know everything about it. Um, you know, I'm coming in as a little bit of a novice. I have some knowledge here and there, like I said, but I want to make people feel comfortable in the fact that you don't have to know everything. Um, I've been terrified before to go to conventions dressed up as a character that I didn't know every single fact about because I was so scared I was going to get questioned and called out for not being a real nerd or, you know, that kind of fear that I feel like a lot of people, if you're not a traditional, you know, cis white male nerd, you know, you're going to get a little more heat over it. Oh yeah. I think we've all, everyone here has dealt with that. Like, and, mm-hmm. and it, it's crazy because you talk about conventions, but it can happen at a game store. It can oh. happen when you're renting a movie. Oh, it yeah. happened at Disneyland it with happened, you and I, yeah. Ella. It happened with, also with Ella, we were in, uh, I don't remember which game shop it was, but it was somewhere out in LA and oh, yeah. we walked in to look at Magic the Gathering cards and we were bonding over all these cool things and looking at all the cards we could get and they walk over to us and they say, oh, are you shopping for your boyfriend? Uh, no. No, we actually play this game and we whip our boyfriend's asses all the time at it. <laughs> <laughs> the girl has a wall deck that I want to bark. <laughs> <laughs> I like my life game deck better, but... Uh, yeah. Soon I, why... I will play Magic the Gathering. Yes, you will. Yes, she's... <laughs> she's... <laughs> uh, but no, it's right. Like we, We've gone just simply wearing Aperture Science shirts to Disneyland and had people question our nerd status we've gone to gaming shops and that's really kind of what i wanted to get out of this mm-hmm. that was my next question i wanted to know <laughs> what do you want to do what is, what do what I is your goal do? With this? um i i'm kind of the the mother nerd <laughs> out of this um play D D, play magic been doing all this grew up with a bunch of men mother of podcasts mother of podcasts <laughs> mother of dice <laughs> yeah um but i've kind of made it my like mission from God to <laughs> just go into my weird blues brothers. Joel, mission from Joel. Yes, mission mission from Joel. Hey Joel. Hey Joel. <laughs> uh, to kind of give this idea of like, I have no issue with somebody coming up to me and being like, "How do you know this? What do you know this?" Like, I actually kind of have like fun with it because I'm like, "All right," because you know it all, and you're gonna. I'm, I'm, I'm about <laughs> to take my like five inch stiletto heel and like you're going to be kissing it by the end of this five-minute conversation. (laughs) But I want it to give a space for people to always know and to kind of get this idea of, like, 
as being somebody that's more knowledgeable. Instead of tearing down people or asking them if they know it, ask them what they like. Oh, you like magic? Do you know this new set? Can I teach you? Do you want to learn? What do you have? And instead of taking that aggressive role that you see so much now in nerd culture, where it's a, it's a clash and a clash, a clash, let's instead teach each other and learn from each other. And let's work together to, um, oh, you know a lot about DC. I know a lot about Marvel. Let's have a conversation about the movies that are coming out and maybe I'll learn something about DC and maybe I can teach you something about Marvel. That's a great conversation. But I, I don't want the fact that I don't know about DC to become a point. Like, oh, you can't be, you know, this, this real nerd if you don't know everything about everything because you say, you know. Yeah, I also, <laughs> like, go out on dates and drink beer and have a dog. Like, I, there are some times I cannot be deep in the nerd hole. <laughs> um, but it, that's kind of what I want to do is, like, I've been really lucky to have really great friends. And I love inspiring people to greatness. And I want that to be what the point of the podcast is. Listen, learn, send us comments, teach us. Yeah. If we make a comment and you know something else about it, oh my God, mention it, please. I love this. Give me weird tabloid-like things. <laughs> I'll eat it up. But I want it to be a space where we can all come together, we can all own what we love, and we can all grow and learn on this lovely sea voyage of sirening across the bloody sea <laughs> with the red sea <laughs> yep the red sea so you know tie in to what ella said if you have any questions comments you just want to say hi you know hello <laughs> ethan dog check us out on our facebook instagram and twitter you can also email us your questions and comments um at sirens of horror at gmail.com and please stay tuned next Tuesday for our next episode, which is Ginger Snaps. Yeah, we're... It's my we're, favorite. It's your favorite. <laughs> we had to, like, ease her in. We're like, you can do the podcast. You get to pick the first one. That's, you're, you realize after that you're so screwed. I am, I'm going to be hiding under the covers every night, <laughs> trying not to, like, go to the bathroom well, at know, all. <laughs> some of them aren't that bad. I looked no. at the list. They're not that bad. No, I'm, keep, I'm keeping, like, I, the beginning good. I draw yeah. the line at arachnophobia, and... I'm not watching that. All right. I'm not doing that. Same. Okay. <laughs> I don't okay. spiders. Aragog and the spider from Harry Potter are like, nope. No. So at the end of our, of our episode zero, I will make my single confession. Oh. I've never watched Eight-Legged Freaks. I'm terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. There you go. Here's my weakness. You're, so, you're scared of something? What, what is this magic? <laughs> Well, uh, now that Mina's just going to go and giggle about the fact that I actually have a human fear, um, we will see you on Tuesday. And feel free to watch the movie. Once again, Ginger Snaps. If not, join us. Hear our thoughts. And remember...